was well polished and, most likely, freshly sharpened. I've got a patrol wagon just beyond the cops to cart off the disorderly. His voice was low, even, and full of conviction. I've a force of guards that can be dispatched the moment I give the signal, and a swarm of the most efficient body of men ever assembled in the world will be here en masse. I strongly suggest you step down. A sparrow, unaware of the tension, flapped to a stop on the landing and chirped a greeting. Billy eased her way to the front. Surely it wouldn't come to bloodshed, but just in case. Come on, Martha, a woman nearby coaxed. Let's try another entrance. Though the guard never took his eyes from the threat, Billy sensed he was aware of every movement around him. Chill bumps rushed up her spine. She dipped under the rope. Crouching into a half squat, he tossed the sword to his other hand, formed a half circle with his arms, and darted his gaze between them. I'm Dr. Billy Jack Tate. Her voice carried in the sudden quiet, similar to the way it traveled across the frozen pond at her sister's place. She maintained a calm, reasonable tone. I'm a surgeon and a speaker here at the Congress. We want no trouble. She turned her attention to the woman called Martha. I think we'd best do as he says. He's given a pledge to follow orders, and the orders are no one goes inside. We are not a bunch of barbaric men, but women. Women much too sensible and creative to resort to brute force. A long, tense moment crackled between them. Finally, the woman jerked up her chin and spun about. Again, she straddled the rope rather than ducking underneath. The guard did not relax his posture, did not replace the sword in its scabbard, and did not remove the force of his gaze. Step down. Billy offered him a calm smile. I mean no threat. I really am a speaker, and I really do need to slip inside. My address begins in, she glanced at her watch pen, 38 minutes. You're no more a doctor than I am a housewife. Now step down. She bristled. I most certainly am a doctor. I earned a medical degree from the University of Michigan. I've practiced in hospitals all across this country for the past seven years. I'm an expert on anatomy and my speech is about being a woman in a man's profession. Now, you step down, or I'll let the organizers of this Congress know just exactly who's responsible for keeping me from addressing the thousands who are waiting to hear from me. With each qualification, his expression became more and more amused, until with her final threat, he emitted a short huff. At least he'd straightened and lowered his sword, though he hadn't put it away. I'll hand it to you, miss. You're quick on your feet. But you're the one who said women were crafty, not me. Either way, I'm not to be taken in by a pretty face. Creative. I said we were creative, not crafty. He tucked the sword away. Same thing. Now, go on. I'm not letting you or anybody else inside. She glanced at the door. But I really am who I say I am.
With a heavy sigh, he shooed her with his hands. I mean it. You can either get yourself back on the other side of that rope, or I'll have Willie over there escort you to the patrol wagon. From there, you'll go straight to the city jail. And Chicago's is a particularly nasty one that doesn't do a good job of separating the women prisoners from the male ones. With a touch of unease, she glanced to the area he indicated with his head. Amidst millinery of all sizes and shapes, a rather burly man stood only a few steps away. He tipped his hat. Lips tightening, she flounced back down the steps. She'd have to try another entrance, but the building was huge. By the time she shoved through the crowds and appealed to each guard, the slot for her address would be over and gone. She should have allowed herself.